Hello everyone and welcome to the triumphant return of the Fins Up podcast. I'm your host, Salo Dan. It is 2023 and I'm excited to be back with uh, with my mate and yours. A guy I haven't seen since whenever we did Fins Up last year. That's completely true. My good mate, Terry. Mate, how are you doing? Uh, look, after some technical difficulties tonight, I'm doing really well, Dan. How are you? Mate, very, very well, thank you. Now, I just want to apologise for the audio quality. We had plans. They fell through. The computer was not playing ball. Um, I had my fan on full disclosure. It's about 135 degrees. I don't care. You're going to have to put up with it. Apologies. This is going to be rough as, Terry, but we'll do our very best. Look, it's just put it down to rust. We haven't we haven't had a podcast since we got knocked out from uh, knocked out of the finals by the Rabbitohs, and uh, I don't even know why we're back then. We can't even talk regularly because there might not be a season so far. Now, look, considering well, let's hope, assuming there's a word I'm after that there is. In terms of this off season, Terry, until today, it's been pretty uh, pretty quiet, which is unusual for the Sharks. Yeah, look, you kind of hoping there was going to be like a big name signing pop up or uh, something, but yeah, we released Lachlan Miller. It's, look, that's pretty much it. Now, as just being a Sharks fan, of course, off seasons you usually which player's going to end up in the headlines, which player's going to go on a podcast say something stupid, which one's going to be you know in Bali doing something dumb, who's going to you know say something stupid on Instagram or tag something. Hasn't happened this year, which is very, very good, um, because I think the players are too scared because Fitz will jiu-jitsu them. Yeah, look, yeah, I love how you said there about which players are going to go on a podcast and say something stupid. You only have to have a look at Selwyn Cobbo's comments about Kevin Walters and Mike Graham's comments about Craig Fitzgibbon, just to show you, one, who can coach, and two, who's in control. Exactly right. we got the man who's in control. Now, we reached out to the Sharks and said, Oi, does anyone want to come on the podcast? And they told us to get fucked. Yep. That was before this embargo, so I just, just want to get that out there. But uh, look, anyone hoping for any play interviews? Uh, not until the um, the deal struck with the NRL, because we're the bad guys at the moment, even though we hate them just as much. Yeah, that is that is true. Now, I don't want to give this embargo too much airtime, Dan, so you've sent me a whole rundown of what we're doing. Look, let's go with the biggie, the big info, the breaking news today that no one saw coming, you know, the best-kept secret in rugby league. Lockie Miller's a night. Yeah, look, there was, a, there was a photo going around that quickly got deleted yesterday of him uh, crying when he said goodbye. Now, I don't know whether he was crying because he said goodbye to his teammates or figuring out that he had to go and live in Newcastle for the next three years. But, no, look, congratulations to, to Lockie Miller. He took a punt on himself to make it in the NRL you know, at 28 years old with no experience, only playing rugby sevens. Um, you know, got a chance at Cronulla, played really well at fullback, was really dreadful on the wing. Um I wish him all the best. Um, you know, we've got a, a pretty handy player in return from the Knights, but, you know, the second piece of news that's come out today is young Kate Dykes has hurt himself. Now, we don't know the full extent of it. Dave Riccio has, has said it's an ACL tear, and someone at the Sharks has tweeted out, don't panic. Now, that could be about his fantasy team. That could be about the NFL finals. That could be about Kate Dykes. Who knows? Um, but, you know... Congratulations, Lockie Miller. You know, your six games is enough to get you a three-year contract at Newcastle. That just shows you how dire they are. That's it. Now, we'll, we'll touch on the K Dykes in a minute, and I have a bit of info about that tweet. Um, but going back to Lockie Miller, yeah, look, absolutely. We couldn't stand in his way, you know. We did. We held out for a player. Uh, we got the player we wanted. So, Fitz won Newcastle nil. Uh, nil. Uh, we won another trade, of course. I don't think Newcastle... 
you know, they really had a choice. They had to pick some players. If they went in with that squad this year and Tyson Gamble was the one who was likely to play number one, you might as well not fucking bother. So Lockie Miller's a better option there. We're not going to miss him overly much. It is a shame that, you know, the news today broke. Of course, you alluded to K. Dykes looks like he's done his ACL on his 21st birthday, um, about an hour after we announced. Now, evidently, you did it earlier today, but the deal was done yesterday. Um, Miller's trained with Newcastle today, evidently. Done his hellos and his goodbyes, as you mentioned. Um, you know, it's a day later, K. Dykes has done his ACL. Uh, which is just horrible, horrible news because I was holding out that K. Dykes might get a game a couple of weeks in, uh, whether that be off the bench or at fullback. I was hoping fullback, but now I'm just going to shut up. Um, now, I believe that our good mate Gaz has put a tweet out that says, trust me, no need to panic. Now, rather than just message him and get the what he meant, which would take me 30 seconds, and kill all the fun, let's speculate, Terry. I believe... And this was backed up by a, a good mate, uh, Josh, who's a, a trader, podcast trader, but a good bloke all the same. Kyle Eero is the backup fullback. I don't think... I, I think this do not panic means, hey, look, if Will doesn't go, Eero's going to come in and start one. That does make me feel better, but I'd prefer Dykes not be injured, obviously. Uh, you know, I, I was chatting to people online. Obviously, there's the whole panic going around at the moment, but we've got... We've got quality players, you know, you can, as I said, if Will Kennedy's in form, I'm not in form or, or he's injured, you can give the run to Kaylero, you can move Ronaldo Militalo from the ring to fullback and even David Sam Stone Street, or you could put Euro on the on the wing again. We've got the Australian school, but it's fullback in Satili Talkamo. Now, a lot of people are going, oh, but, you know, you'd have to debut him. Well, we had to debut Kate Dykes, and guess what? We also had to debut Will Kennedy before that, and Lockie Miller. Uh, we've also got a really good fullback playing a halfback. Yeah, I've got, it, look, it's it's not the end of the world. It it sucks. Yeah, let, we don't want that to happen. Look, it's it sucks. It's terrible news. But you know, there were people saying, "Oh, you know, can we reverse the Lockie Miller trade?" It's not how the world works. It's just yeah. Extremely. I was one of those people that said that. Oh well, look, completely fair. But unfortunately, look, that's not the way the world works. Horrible news. K. Dykes is a future star. I believe at six, but he's played most of his football with Newtown at one. As Terry mentioned, we got players coming out the yin-yang. I think Ronaldo's the obvious one at the moment because if you're going to debut a kid, you do it on the wing. Torquemo, uh, you know, is, is the name going around. Terry loves him. I love Eero. Either or, there's no wrong answer there. It completely sucks. But, mate, today we saw some, some good news, some surprise news, in that Nico Hines has visited a, a pretty decent rugby union kicker by the name of Dan Carter, I believe his name is. Now, those that genuinely don't know who he is, he was the all-black sharpshooter, very rarely ever missed. Literally the best kicker in all competitions you'll ever know, you'll ever see. He's tweeted out today or put on Instagram or Facebook, whatever, when the Dalian medalist in town, you kick. And there's him giving pointers to Nico Hines. Mate, mate. Wow. There's only one person that I would want to kick a ball from the sideline more than Dan Carter, and that would probably be Johnny Wilkinson. But in terms of infield kicking, no one has a ball on a string like Dan Carter. I don't care about Nico Hines' goal kicking. You know, early on in the season, it, it was it was pretty terrible. Towards the back end of the year, he was nailing them from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more about the infield kicking now. 
I'd love Dan Carter to do some work with Matt Moylan as well if he could. But, you know, if he can just make Nico Hines a better kicker. And, I mean, last year, Hines' kicking game, his infield kicking game, some some games was, was brilliant, you know, when we were kicking on the third tackle and turning teams around. So if he adds an extra 10 metres to that boot, look out. A couple of 40-20s too, so... Yeah, I think that was one thing that really we were worried about that improved a lot was his was a kicking game. So yeah, it'd be it'd be nice to get um, get Moiser across the Tasman. I don't know if that'll happen. He'll probably tear his hamstrings walking down the. Uh... Anyways, I don't want to put that evil into the universe. Um, K Dykes being injured, of course, probably means that Braden Trinnell is the next player off the cab uh, the rank rather in um, the halves. His kicking game's pretty good. It's the rest of his game that I have a bit of an issue with at the moment. Where are you at with Trindle? You, you feeling good? We did re-sign him during the off-season. Yeah, look, a lot of people, you know, there was a bit of criticism about, you know, re-signing Trindle. Why did we do it so early? Why did we do it at all? Um, the kid was the second best halfback in New South Wales Cup last year. Mm-hmm. You know, I, Sean O'Sullivan was hands down the best halfback. Brayden Trindle was number two. We just have a look at the table, they were one and two by a country mile. Unfortunately, Trindle didn't end the year in, in good form, but some people said that in the headlines. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I'm okay with Trindle, but it's it's going to be the same scenario. I don't want him on the bench because it's wasting his it's wasting his time and it's wasting our time. If we've got to play someone on the bench for 10 minutes, make it Jaden Bell mm-hmm. or make it Wade Graham make it Jesse Colburn, make it someone, don't make it Braden Trindle. He needs to be playing for Newtown 80 minutes every week so when Matt Moylan gets hurt or Matt Moylan's out of form or Nico Hines goes into origin camp and actually gets a game that he deserves, that he can come in fresh and, and, you know, in form because he's been doing it for Newtown. It's no good having him on the bench and bringing him on in the 76 minute when we're up by 20 or down by 20 and give him three minutes and then go, oh, by the way, Moylan's not playing next week, you need to step in. Now, we saw him do it. We saw him do it once really well against Melbourne. But don't forget, this was a Melbourne team that was missing a whole heap of players as well. Now, so will we, you know, fair play, but Matt Moylan was on fire that night. So it was Trindle, to be fair. But you're not going to get that all the time. This kid needs to be playing for Newtown in the number seven jersey, ready to go ready for Moylan's form slump or ready for Moylan's injury or ready for a rep call-up. Can't be on the bench. Absolutely correct. My next question was going to be, what do you do with him? He's got to be Newtown's halfback every single week. Uh, look, there's talk. Well, now now that Dykes is out, you know, we might have to put a young kid up to play in the halves. I'm sure Newtown have some players that will probably dart around for a couple of weeks. Um, you know, Connor Tracy's there. pretty handy kid in the off-season who we'll talk about yeah. a little bit. Later. We will. Spoiler alert, we've got some big info that not a lot of other people can uh, can offer to. we got we got the big shark footy brain here in Terry. And I, you know, I'm the looks and whatever. My mum says I'm cute. Um, yeah, Connor Tracy's the other one, mate. He's another one that yeah. you think, what are you going to do? I think he's going to play a lot for Newtown this year. I would put him in the centres for Newtown because ultimately I think that's where he comes in for the Sharks if needed. I want to see Newtown used as a feeder club this this year. I don't care if we win the comp or not. I say that, but in six weeks, that's all I want. But I would rather them play players in the positions that they needed for the Sharks 
in big minutes, and I want to see, you know, obviously your Kyle Hoons, your Hazelstons, play lots and lots of minutes and come up when required. Um, we might see some big-name players play a few minutes, you know, down there, like mainly the Jack Williams and stuff as they come back through injury, but um, we'll, we'll get more into Newtown in a couple of weeks' time. Um, I, I alluded to earlier, it's been it's been a quiet, pretty quiet off-season. Um, we'll just go over a few things that come to mind. The one thing I noticed, mate, is, is Sifa Talakai. Looks, looks fit. Yeah, the beard. We had people in a group chat of rusted on sharks fans lifelong who said, "Who's this?" Because when you don't know a player, you drop it in, and Terry tells you who it is. And I don't know well enough to know whether he's lying or not. But this was Sifa Talakai. No beard, no long hair. Handsome gentleman. Jeez Louise. But what I noticed, Terry, was that he slimmed down. I wouldn't say drastically, but it's noticeable. Perhaps a, a move to the centres is um, full time permanent. Yeah, he doesn't look like a he doesn't look like a, a forward just buying his time out of the centres now. He's actually going to look like you know, his his body shape and the muscles and the legs on him straight away. I thought of the Melbourne Storm centre, whose name is just alluding me, um, Justin Oldham. Now, I've seen some people, mainly people that I don't really respect and don't take much note of, but um, I play along for Twitter lols, say that Sif Talakai, you know, no good, not a centre, etc., etc. Okay, look, I had my criticism. That was you. Sorry? That was you. No, I, I wanted him in the second row before I saw him come in. Shut up, Terry. I'll mute you, mate. I've got that power now. Look, he, he just killed my momentum. But look. I had some criticisms late last year about Talakai. Mainly his defence and his turning circle was disgustingly big. He looks like he's spent the entire off-season. You know, he played very well in the World Cup when we did see him. You know, everyone goes back and says, oh, but he got burned in origin. He had no fucking role in origin. That was a dumb selection. That was just Fittler being Fittler. He didn't have a role. He got put against a far superior, you know, centre opposition. This time, though, when he prepares, that, that side... He and Ronaldo were, you know, deadly. You take, he probably lost, lost four or five kilos. He looks slimmer. He looks fitter. And, you know, the aerodynamics of the beard and the hair adds probably a yard of pace. I dare say that he spent the off-season working on that turn and circle defense. If he tackles as well as he attacks, mate, there's no way you're moving him from center. I just, I really, I go back to the Parramatta game, and you have a look at that left edge of Ronaldo, Talakai, and T. and it it just does unspeakable things to the parts between my legs. Um, that's what I want to see. I want to see T. Wilton in the back row. You know, again, I love Wade Graham, but Wade Graham can't do for that left edge what T. Wilton was doing because it gave Moylan and Hines the opportunity if you're going to rush in on Talakai we're playing the short ball and that's how we won the game against Parramatta because everyone was expecting that ball to go to Talakai or Ronaldo and T. Wilton got popped over by Matt Moylan and then you know if they turn around and go well it's a barge play at the line for T. Wilton Nico Vines is throwing that cut out pass to, to Ronaldo or he's, he's fine on Talakai and I just the more I think about it the more it has to be T. Wilton on that left edge, and that left edge there would be one of the best left edges in the NRL. Absolutely agreed. Now, we've got some business done. We, the four mentioned, we re-signed a couple of players. You know, Braden Trinnell comes to mind. Uh, the one player that hasn't yet re-signed that I'm a little bit, I wouldn't say worried about because we've got a bit of info that he's not looking around, is Jesse Ramian. Now, I 
I'm willing to go on record here. I'm pretty confident saying this would be a career best season for for Ramian. We saw some signs last year where at times you've always said the bloke knows he's the best centre in the game. It's just when he realises it, you know. He had games last year where he blew Justin Olam, who is arguably the best centre in the game, if not definitely top three, off the park. Made it embarrassing. There were times where he would do stupid things, lose the ball. His passing decision-making was diabolical up till you know, about round 10. Then we saw an improve. I think his confidence kicked in. I think he and Katoa have, you know, telepathic. It's that good on that right-hand side. I want him re-signed for four years, five years, whatever. These are his peak years. There's talk that the Tigers are throwing ridiculous money at him. The talk we're hearing unofficially is that um, he's not looking. He's just doing his due diligence. And his managers pushed him a little bit hard. Probably milk every dollar they can out of Cronulla. Young kid, I can't, I can't, you know, whatever. Can't bag that, that's what you do. But um, in terms of building a premiership, mate. These are the years of Jesse Ramey where he's in his absolute athletic peak and he would be doing himself a disservice not to find out what was out there on the market but at the same time it always goes back to him going well I left once and it was terrible sending back to you um, he's got a, yeah he's got a coach that believes in him a coach that believes in him and a halfback that loves him mm-hmm. and him I don't know if you him and Nico Hines when they when Jesse Ramian's in Cronulla he's always around Nico Hines so I see him. I see him re-signing. I just. I don't think you'll see too much movement at the moment with this CBA and whatever's happening. Um, yeah, I think you. I think you just will we'll sit tight on that one. He'll re-sign. It's more of the Kennedys and Katoas that I think we'll just be like, we'll go and see what's out there on the market. We will probably bank in our future on Kate Dykes. It wouldn't surprise me if we re-signed Will Kennedy for a year. Well, well yeah, you know. Yeah. A young kid coming off an ACL, it's not like, you know, Jonathan Thurston having an ACL and knowing his game and coming back. So, you know, that's a real negative. But back to what I was saying before, Jesse Ramian, he's a linchpin. Any title that we win is going to come on the back of Jesse Ramian's best season. So let's hope we see that. Going with Katoa, mate, uh, there's plenty there's plenty of stocks, which we're going to go through in a minute on the wing. If he wants to stay in Cronulla, he's going to have to play ball. You know, again, I respect him looking around. And, you know, if he gets, a you know, 600 grand to go play, you know, at the Warriors or something, I'm not going to begrudge him taking it, but he and Jesse Ramey got something special there. I still maintain if Katoa's there in the semi-final, we beat the Cowboys, and we're a lot more competitive against the Bunnies. Still don't see us beating the Bunnies. But, um, yeah, he's a player who, who looked good for what he did in the World Cup. Look, look, you know, happy and fit. Back to be playing rugby league. Another player we want to see re-sign. Of course, the other one you alluded to is Will Kennedy. The news today probably says that Resigning Will is is a fat complete, unless Joey Manu yeah, says, "Oi, I want to play fullback for the Sharks." Unless, unless we do have that crack at Roger Tuivasa, chef now jumping back to Sione Katoa, he's exciting. He, you know, 20, 10 meters out from the try line, if you give him an inch of space, he's going to score. His kick returns are great. He's, you know, more more times than not, he's good under the high ball. I find Sione Katoa as the most um, dispensable player in our backline though because there are some there are some young kids that if their pathway is blocked will go and get a first grade gig elsewhere and we saw it with a kid named Jordan Samrani who's gone to the Bulldogs he's now been blocked by another Sharks junior named Bronson Zeri um, but Jordan Samrani you know he left because he didn't see a path to first grade and you've got Kaylee Rowe you've got Sam Stone Street you've got Satelli Torquemo all in their 
and going, you know, what's my path to first grade? And I think out of all of them, it's Sione Katoa who we could, you know, turn around and go, get Parramatta's just down the road, Manly need players. You know, he's going he's gonna to get a gig somewhere. Oh, yeah. He's going to get a gig. He'll he'll definitely be in, and he's entering his peak years. He'll be in um, in demand. But as you said, there's a couple of players, and we're we're gonna Terry's gonna dive deep dive in a minute. I'm gonna hand it over to him. I just want to talk quickly about Will Kenny because today's news that we're letting Lockie Miller go. I've seen a lot of, you know, Will Kennedy's the worst player of all time. You know, he's a horrible person. This and that. That that's completely not true. But I've seen some overreactions now. I I'm guilty of this because. Him missing Tom Dearden in the, the semi-final ended his career as far as I'm concerned. You cannot come back from that. Obviously, we've had the off-season to calm down and think about it. I've watched some highlights of some early, pretty much all the Sharks games, to be honest, because I'm missing rugby league. Will Kennedy was fucking electric in that early early year. He, Nico Hines, and Matt Moylan had the ball in the stream. When he was injured, it completely chopped us, and it took us a few weeks. Okay, we did overcome that. Then we tried to go back late, and it didn't work because Kennedy's confidence was shot, and he wasn't fit. Just quickly, Terry, I want to apologise to Will Kennedy. I think I was a little bit harsh towards the end of last year. I think I think the worst thing that, that Fix did, and, you know, rookie coach, the worst thing that he did was rush Will Kennedy back in in preparation for the finals. Now, the week before, at this point in time, Kate Dykes was injured, right? The week before going to the finals, Lockie Miller played against the Knights, ironically, and ripped them up at fullback. And now it was only the Knights, and they were terrible, and they had nothing to play for. But he made 100 and something metres, and he was putting his body on the line, and the one thing he had was pace. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Will Kennedy wanted no smoke in the semi-finals. He didn't want to make a run. I think he only ran for about 70 metres in that game. Mm-hmm. Bad decision. You would have been good just to shut him down, you know, because he he did it with Talakai. He didn't play Talakai in the semi final against um, yes. the Rabbits yeah. because because he was injured and he wanted to see if he could make it to the prelim. Like fucking hell, why didn't you do that with Will Kennedy? And I get it because Will Kennedy's early season form was outstanding. Um, I think you know Will Kennedy's going to start the season at number one, and for us to go anywhere in attack, it's going to be on the back of Moylan Hines and him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more comfortable with him at the back in attack. He just needs to put his body... It sucks being a fullback, right? I get it. It sucks being a fullback. They've got through and, you know, you're flat-footed and they've got pace. He didn't even attempt to tackle Tom Dearden. He tackled Wade Graham. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was the worst... It was the most annoyed I've ever been at a Sharks game, and that covers some ground. Trust me. I, you know, I, I think I think Kennedy. He looks happy again. He looks big and he looks he looks fit. The photos of him and Trindle are real good. You know, Fafita being around the boys, masterstroke. You know, Wade Graham's another Indigenous leader. Nico Hines is fast becoming the game, uh, the the face of the game on and off the park. So, I think he's got the right people around him. I think Fitz. Sticking by him in, in that South game probably saved his confidence because if you drop him, I, I think that pro- probably does. Uh, probably and not in his career, that's hyperbole, but, you know, it's hard to, you know, come back from that. But, Terry, for every Lockie Miller that we lose, there's players that we've picked up. Now, 
I'm gonna hand it over to you, Matt. I'll chime in where I can, and then of course I'll I'll um I'll touch myself to, to Kyle Hero. Few few superstar young players we've signed. A couple a couple of pickups. People won't know yet, but they will after you. Well, let's let's you know go with it. The Barry Tui last week. Um, for those of you who don't know Barry Tui, he's, he's all he's you know he's a journalist for Newcastle. I think Newcastle Herald. I think he's actually he might have actually retired now. Um, but he gets he's you know he's the go-to for Newcastle news, and he like squashes things pretty quickly. But he all off-season he's been like. You know, the Knights are focused on getting Lockie Miller. There's going to be a player swamp. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago he said uh, it's stalled because we won't release the players that Cronulla want. And then all of a sudden it's done. Now we've got Max Bradbury in return. Um, not a household name at the moment, but the trajectory of his career suggests that he will be. For anyone who doesn't know who. Um, Max Bradbury is actually wrote it on here as Mad Bradbury. Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there you go. There's his nickname, Mad Bradbury. Yep. Yeah. If you go, if you go to sharksforever.com, I'm not advocating to go there because that place is a cesspit at the moment. If you go in there and go on the Lockie Miller thread, uh, someone's actually posted a video of Max Bradbury in the Lockie Miller thread of the Under 19s Origin game that he he destroyed a very very good Queensland team. Um, was one of the best players on the park in that game. If, uh, if you can find Barry to his tweet about it looks the, the player swap, lots of Knights fans were in there going, "What are we doing? Why are we letting this kid go? We let David Clement be, you know go because we had a player like him in there." I've seen rational Knights fans turn around and say, "Well, we didn't really need another middle. You know, they've got the Safiri brothers. They've got lots of experience. You know, forwards going, you know, into the season, but they didn't have a fullback, and, and that's fair enough. But you know, going on reading." Knights forums, reading Knights Twitter, picking out the rational people on there. They're not happy to lose Max Bradbury. And after the highlights I saw, I'm really happy that, that we picked him up. It's Fitz turning around and going, we've got a gap in the front row somewhere. And he's gone and picked up a lot of young props for this preseason. Uh, in, in, sorry, in the off-season. One of them's got to come good. And it's probably going to be this guy. Yep, now that was uh, a weakness that we identified, and if we can pick it, anyone with half a footy brain can. We we lack props, and the next cab off the rank was, was Hazleton, who, you know, is um, debuted really well. Yeah, and then Colhoun, who I think both of them were probably a little bit under, you know, underused, but I, I'm not here to, to bag Sir Fitz. Um, obviously, Jack Williams was out, which which cost us a bit, but he's not the biggest bloke in the world. You know, Fafita and Tolman have moved on, so there's some spots in. Obviously, Oregon Kafusi comes in and will play off the bench. He had a tremendous World Cup. I think he made one stupid error, but he largely played really, really well. Looks gigantic. He's definitely packed on muscle. Royce Hunt's another one who looks like he's slimmed down too. Still the size of, you know, the Empire State Building, but, um, you know, on an angle now rather than straight on. These young props, mate, very, very promising. This kid, though, going back to what Newcastle fans, they were blowing up. You know, those highlights were exciting. Sure, a couple of, couple of, um, uh, one of one of the kids, I can't remember who it was, sorry, it might be Ryan Tilts, posted some quick highlights. Uh, very, very exciting. Uh, seems, seems quick for a big boy, and he is a big boy, and he's still young. But uh, any other forwards we should look out for, mate? Yeah, speaking of big boys, we've also picked up a young red-headed firebrand prop named Brad Fernley. Now, if anyone looks at this guy head-on, he looks like a young Keith Galloway. No. Uh, he's from Penrith. He was part of the Penrith um, under-21 successful um, Jersey Flag team. I'm pretty sure he scored a try in the grand final. 
it was very close to me in the match. Um, Isaiah Katoa, um, you know, got, got the nod for that. Um, but uh, yeah, he was he was really really close to. Well, he was he was best on ground, and it was him. Ironically, it was him up against Max Bradbury, and both of them ran for over 150 meters in that game. No, oh, that's good, mate. Now I've seen some people say, "Why are we signing these no-name players, Terry?" Like there isn't a salary cap, or like there isn't you know superstar players coming out the yin yang. I do. I am annoyed we missed David Clemmer, but those two signings certainly made me feel a little bit better. Yeah, look, I, I don't know. I think Brad Fernley's on the development deal at the moment, but you know, again, another really really good player, but um, uh, has got you know the the junior accolades to his name as well. He's been an Australian schoolboy. He's he's played in the, uh, the uh, Origin Arena. With Bradbury Terry, now, people have been in the group saying, why haven't we announced it? We're probably just going to see him in the, the training photos, aren't we? Yeah. It's a development deal. Like, we might get an announcement that says, um, you know, as part of the exchange, we, we got him, but I, I, I don't think it'll be an announcement per se. I think it'll just be Rob Willis put the microphone in front of his, his face going, welcome to Cronulla. So, um, yeah, so don't, don't panic. People, just look, wait for no, the training panic. photos. He'll, he'll turn up. Yeah, he'll turn up. Now, someone who has turned up as well, and uh, I caught I, I caught window of this um, pretty quickly, but Felix Fartilli. Now he's a young junior Kiwi prop, another prop. Uh, Winner Manly um, was in the junior Queensland team. Uh, sorry, yeah, was in the junior Queensland schoolboys team. Um, really, really exciting player. There's a SG ball thread on again on Sharksport.com. Um, I popped in that thread and said, Cronulla signed Felix Fartilli for, for this season. Um, and you know, someone, again, has been good enough to, to post his highlights for Wynn Manly. Junior Kiwi, really exciting. Huge kid. Like, looks like he's 30. He's built like Brayden Hamanuelli. Oh, that's what we made. We need some size. We do. Um, there's a, another prop that we've signed, of course. Uh, junior Junior Tapao, Marty Tapao's younger brother. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that was actually announced that we had we had mate that coup we got him from the Bulldogs. Um, so yeah, he's a, he's another one that, that we picked up. And there's also a kid named Alicia Tata, uh, who's a prop forward as well. Huge, huge. He's going to play Jersey flag this year. Uh, really, really, really sensational. So we've picked up some props. Anyone who can get to the, the flag games this year, we definitely recommend it because there's some big boys, as Terry's broken down, and some, some real players of the future. Um, going back to you, Welly, too, I believe his brother might have signed a Cronulla development yeah, deal. Yeah, Caleb Welly is uh, in the development team. Beautiful. That's another good one. So he's a big boy, and he had some, uh, some really good performances for Newtown, especially... In the middle of the season, when we were uh, when Hazelton and Calhoun were flirting with first grade, um, probably won't see any first grade this year. But he'll play plenty for Newtown, which of course um, I've already turned. I want him to win the comp now. So yeah, <laughs> it was a good twenty minutes um, or so. Yeah. Now I'm just trying to find some information on another player. Now I I, I was I don't know where he played in 2022. Um, but he definitely played for Newcastle in 2021. Now, Lachlan Crouch has surfaced around in Sharks um, photos. I don't know if he was part of that flag team last year. I haven't, I haven't uh, gone and had a look, but he was definitely at the fan day. Someone posted the photo, and Lachlan Crouch um, popped up. 
really, really good back rower. Um, big solid uh, in, in, in the mould of a, a T. Wooten. Um, so, yeah, he's... Oh, I, I can't remember seeing his name at Sharks last year, but he probably was. Um, but he was definitely Newcastle in 2021. So if we if we picked him up last year, it went under the radar. Um, perhaps he was injured, but watch out for him as well. He's a really good player. Another um, one Newcastle fans are blowing up about losing. Yeah. Uh, another kid we picked up was Trey Fotu. Huge centre. Um, we got him from Queensland as well. Uh, really, really sought after young centre. Um, junior Kiwi again. Uh huge wraps on the future from him so he's another one for us to look at and when you're talking about all these players here we have literally just gone and stacked our SG pool team and our flight team with talent for the future and the next thing I'm going to say is I think he's going to now be the one that's going to take Cade Dice's spot I think Satili Torquemo is going to you know, bypass Jersey Flag and go straight into New Zealand he played some games for New Zealand last year if I remember correctly yeah I'm pretty sure I saw that now was he the one yeah. that debuted for Greece Yes. Yeah, and scored their first ever try. Scored their first ever try. Yeah, highlight real try. As soon as they said that's the Sharks so and so, my ears pricked because mm-hmm. I hadn't heard of him before, but I certainly know him now. If you haven't seen the try, go source it. Genius. Yeah. He's um, he's a kid who divides opinion. If you are online and, and actually have a look, there's a lot of people saying that Cronulla re-signed him to a long-term deal because Canberra wanted him. Canberra went really hard at him, um, and they actually to a point where they're actually offering his dad a job um, in the front office at the Raiders. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we kept him on a long term deal. And now people are saying that his attitude stinks and he wasn't that good in schoolboys footy and blah blah blah. The kid's a freak. The kid is a freak. Mm-hmm. He's so quick. He's really elusive. He's a ball player. He's got excellent footwork. Another one for the future for us. But uh, a player who popped up in our um, training photos is a young kid from Penrith, uh, Puru. Mm-hmm. Now, this kid is sensational. He is absolutely sensational. He was brilliant for Penrith in the flag team. His brother's gone to Canberra. His brother's a lock forward. Um, it's a shame we didn't get him because he was you know, just as good in that in that flag team as well. Pull it to half, but, of course. Yeah, yeah. but Nawai Puru is... He will make, I'll, I'll go on. He will make his debut for Cronulla. That, that's exciting. Now, what I saw from him, especially in there, because I watched quite a bit of the um, the flag semis and stuff to, to kind of get a, you know, uh, we need to sign this person, this person side of thread going, and he was one that definitely stood out. Anyone that plays in the spine in any of the Penrith teams is automatically going to get a look in, but this was this kid was the star of that halves combination, at least in the grand final and the prelim. That's all I can really, full disclosure, say that I've seen him in. But... Uh, Make a couple of names there that, that I, I definitely recommend people go back, re-listen, write them down and start tweeting out so they sound really clever in about 12 to 24 months' time. Yeah, if, uh, if ever you wanted to have a look at um, where, you know, yes, we signed Oregon Kafusi, right? and fantastic pickup uh, for us, but um, yeah, you only have to have a look at what we've done for the future. Now, I'm, I'm on the, the Jersey Flag 222 grand final. Now, Max Bradbury was uh, starting prop at 18 years old for the Newcastle Knights in the Jersey Flag grand final, ran for 150 metres. He was matched up against Maverick Geyer and Brad Fernley. Brad Fernley and Maverick Geyer both ran for an exorbitant amount of metres as well. But 
if anyone watched that game uh, and remembers it, Samuel Lane, um, the centre for the Panthers, scored in the 69th minute. So there was about 20 to 30 seconds to go on the clock. Scored out wide. And the way Perry stepped up and nailed that conversion. He's a sensational player. He was off the back of him. Now, Isaiah Katoa got man of the match in the grand final, but it was off the back of Piru's boot that Penrith got into the game. Because they were down 18-6 at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. It was the one that they were going to lose and not score all three. And he went mm-hmm. boom. Yeah. Yeah, he's, you know... If, if you ask me which prop I'm, I'm more excited about, like obviously Max Bradbury's got the wraps and, um, you know, he was part of the trade for Miller, but Felix Fatili is, is probably the one that I like for the future, but he's, you know, probably four years away from first grade. If you ask me the pick of the signings that we made, it's the way for Here we go now. Those names, they're not players that we're in the large going to see this year. Maybe we might see... Perhaps a Sone Street. We'll see plenty of Eero. That's that's pretty much a given, and you know you can't see, but I'm, I think I'm he's, after today's news, he's definitely got to be promoted from development player into the top thirty. Definitely there now. A couple of players that weren't on the website um, were was Lulua. I noticed his name wasn't there. Yeah, I'm not sure what's happened with him because you know everyone I've asked has said that he's still around. Yeah, um, he was one that we were both be... rapping big time last year. Yeah. Yeah, he might, he might end up um, just on a, on a Newtown contract. I have no idea. haven't seen him, no. So the other one that's missing that we know has moved on is Jensen, last name redacted, um, yeah. who I pretty much went on record as saying this kid's going to play 100 games for Cronulla. He's going to be a superstar. I thought he was going to be the next Israel. He had so much talent. He just never went looking for the ball. There was a game I was at Newtown with Vossi and a couple of the boys, and I said, watch this kid. He's going to be a freak. Touch the ball twice in 80 minutes. Yeah, it's the the difference between Jensen and Bronson Zeri, and, and I saw this quite quickly between them, is that Bronson Zeri could touch the ball five times in a game, we'd have three tries. That's true, you make them count. Whereas right? Jensen could touch the ball five times in a game, have three errors. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're players that... He's, he's turned up at Manly on a training trial deal with uh, Jackson Ferris. Yeah, which um, which is a real shame. He was the other one, Jackson Ferris, the name has gone missing. I think his time's done, mate. He, at one stage, I was convinced that it was he and Ramian. We're going to be the future centres at Cronulla. Um, it's done. It's just, it's just not meant to be. Now, I wish him all the best because he scored those those tries for Newtown, including the world-famous one, got us home in the State Cup final. Uh, played pretty well in the grand final too, from memory. So many beers have passed my lips since then. But, um, yeah, real shame. But it sounds like the, um, the future's pretty bright at Cronulla. Michael Ennis, back at the club, mate. Uh, charged with looking after some of these these very things we talk about. Yeah, now he's uh, he's absolutely, absolutely in peril to us coming back. Um, or, he, you know, come, coming back to us, I should say. He is, yeah, we've, we've needed him for a long time. Um, I heard something that was, like, pretty concerning um, about why Ennis didn't stick around in Cronulla, and yet he kind of go. You know, it's just another nail in the coffin for someone, but, yeah, it's, uh, you know, here's what it is, I guess. It's good to have him back, mate. Oh, it was fantastic. He just, it just looks right, him in our colours. Uh, he's still got his media deal. It's not like we're going to see him on the sideline at every game. It's bringing players through. 
he's the sort of player now. I know he's labelled as a grub for years, and he embraced that. This is a bloke you want around the young kids, the young players. Yeah. So, sorry, I'm just I'm going back before we get on to the Ennis. Lachlan uh, Crouch was a Cronulla last year in the Jersey Flag team. One player from the Jersey Flag team that has moved on is Ryan Rivet. He's gone to Newcastle. Mm. Um, another player uh, of ours who I'm really big on that I hope gets a game of first grade this year is Josh Fennell. But now going back to your Michael Ennis love. Yeah, I, I love him. It's just... Yeah. The clap is the best gift of all time. He made it a thing. He, it's a shark clap now. They do it at the start of games. It's fucking embarrassing. It's super cringe. The bloke being around Cronulla is just its just what's good for business. Yeah. Well, I, you know, if, if you've got the opportunity to have Michael Ennis or not, you have Michael Ennis. Absolutely. Um, I, I'm glad he's back. I, you know, if anyone's going to be able to do anything with that useless number nine we have, it's him. Um, you know, is the next the next thing we have to have a look at is well, Ennis is thirty eight, mm. but he hasn't played for six years, so he's probably fit. And he, he probably still has miles in his legs. Can we sign him and get rid of Blake? Get him, maybe play a game for Newtown or two, and then go in. Another player we re-signed, Brayley the third. Taj Brayley. Now he's actually got talent. Mm. Jaden fooled us into thinking that you know he was a good player. Blake pulled the wool over everybody's eyes and somehow got a nine-year deal. Tash is the real deal. There you go. It's on record. You heard it first. It's unlike you to bag Blake Bradley, mate. But um, any opportunity, any opportunity to stick it to the Chad Towns and the dummy halves, I will do it. There you go. That sounds like the next shirt, mate. Now there, of course, the players we should look out for. The uh, obviously, Kay Dykes was the one that we expected to play plenty of football. Kay Liro will be the one. Um, it was was okay on debut last year. Made lots and lots of meters. Near impossible to tackle. Don't look too much into that. He's barely played any wing, for especially for Newtown. This kid is going to be something special. And anyone who says otherwise can uh, can get in line to fuck off because uh, he's my boy and I love him greatly. Yeah, there's there's two players for mine as well who were in the Jersey Fleet team this year and were. Were really exciting. Uh, Kane Ball was the fullback, and you know you always saw these highlights of Sam Stone Street running 90 meters, and the person who was running alongside him clapping in was Kane Ball. And then on the next highlight, it was Kane Ball going the as well. Guys got extreme pace, really quick. Tom Rodwell, really good winger. Dad used to play for Illawarra, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he debuted for Newtown in the semi-final and just got absolutely blitzed by Jade Nockenberg. He did. Um, but he's only young. He's, he's a little bit small, but he needs to put some size on. Really looking forward to seeing how he progresses this year. He's on a dev deal. Sam Stone Street, can't say enough about him. He's going to captain Australia one day. Uh, Sam Healy, Mitch's son. Um, he's, a, he's a dummy half as well. Pretty sure he's still around... Uh, for another year. Now, Jack Martin was the prop that we got from from the Gold Coast, actually. Um, he's gone back to Cuka. He was an absolute waste of time. Uh, Kyle Parker is a, is a back row that I'm looking forward to as well. Looking forward to see how he progresses. But other than that, it's just, um, you know, it's all the young, you know, Fitz is... He's really stuck by his early press conference that he had when he was still at the Roosters and he asked their permission to do it where he said, I'm happy with the squad I've got and I'm looking for players of the future. And he fucking lied to us, has he? No, he certainly hasn't. We've re-signed a heap and he's, he's brought a whole lot in. 
Uh, check those training photos. Get to the as many SG ball games as you can. Definitely watch the flag this year. I think we missed the finals. Why? I think we lost the game against the Dragons or Manly, one of the teams I hate, which could be anyone. To miss out on the finals this year, I think we'll go. Uh, do, you know, do, you know how we, do you know how we missed out on the finals, Dan? No, I don't. We needed to, <laughs> like I don't. We needed to beat the, the Bulldogs by a certain amount of points. Yeah. And uh, they scored a really, really annoying try. We, we needed to win by about 15 or 16 points. We beat them by 13. Ah, well, there you go. This year, mate. Yeah. We're not going to be in that position. We're going to finish top four. New South Wales Cup's going to be very, very strong, even minus Dykes and Miller, who were two of our best players last year. That sucks to say out loud. But uh, ultimately, mate, it's all about the first grade. Uh, and, and don't forget the NRLW too. When you're replacing Kate Dykes and Rocky Miller with Nwai Piru and Satili Torkmo, probably Sam Stone Street, Tom Overall's going to get a game, and I think we had a centre as well, I can't remember his name, not um, not Jordan Samrani, there's another centre that we had. Um, Andrew Eddinghausen? Yeah, yeah, his name will come to me when we, we turn this off. Um, but you know, these guys, if, they, if they've stuck around, who are Cronulla Juniors, they, you know, and they can get a game for Newtown, anything can happen. Noah Lester. Ah, there you go. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good year in all all of them. Obviously, we won't see any NRLW signings for a little while, um, through you know factors we can't help just yet. So um, I do hope though, mate, before we sign off, that they were watching the um, the sevens over the weekend, which was in Sydney. Fantastic three day tournament party time, uh, because some of those women, mate, they can scoot. Yeah, and we need some tries for them. Yeah, absolutely. If we can just get seven of her, we'll be sweet. And then a playmaker. I can play. You know, whatever. But uh, oh, mate. I mean, I mean, just get sixteen just surges and uh, Maddie's done, and we're good. Works. Celebrate. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good looking team right there. But uh, Dan, we're back. We're back for the year. We're and we're bleeding your ears and we're hurting your eyes on regularly outdoors. But it's good to be able to talk footy again mate. if the season goes ahead. <laughs> As always, mate. We we just gotta how about more? How about more? 